Welcome back, episode 82 of the Booth Review Podcast. Feels really good to be saying that after the week that we've had on social media. I didn't know if the key was going to work to get into the building. I'm glad that I'm still with TBR, that Seth and I are still alive, and that we haven't gotten canceled because of our NFL takes on Instagram. But people were fucking pissed. But we're still here. We're still alive. Seth, what's up? Not much. A couple of long nights of debating people on the internet, which, you know, I, I enjoy proving people wrong with, you know, just basic, easy research. Um, but, you know, it gets annoying sometimes because it's like you're sitting there and you're like, right. I have so many other better things to do than to debate with this <laughs> idiot, but I also can't stop debating with them. It's like that weird kind of like right. back and forth that you have yourself. So. What, what's been happening on our Instagram page in the past few days is what I've been working towards for two and a half years, which is utter fucking chaos. And I, <laughs> and I love it. Like when I first started TBR, like I had this vision of like, you know, us on this podcast, you know, giving our takes, giving our predictions, and then people getting like just so upset with us and so pissed off and like have a personal vendetta against us. And that's what's happening on the TBR Instagram right now. Over 120 comments on a post from like four days ago, whatever, of us giving our division predictions, which was like pretty basic. And when I first posted it, I had no idea this was going to happen. I thought, all right, maybe a few people, like I thought maybe Vito was going to, you know, come out of the woods and give me shit for my Eagles take. Just randomly. Yeah, because sometimes you'll get a Vito comment or a Carp comment or something like that. But I was not prepared for 122 comments of sheer hate and just anger from people on social media. And I love it. Like, it's annoying, but like, I love it. I think that was so wild to me is we're sitting there and like, of all of your takes, I would like, honestly, I think the most controversial take that you had would have been Patriots winning the division. But there were like yeah. maybe four people that just kind of randomly said, nah, I think the Bills are going to win it. Or, you know, like right. no, no one was like, you guys are idiots for saying that. They were just like, you know, and I think there was one guy that was like, Patriots time is up. And I was going to reply and be like, well, they just, you know, completely revamped the entire team. Yeah. The defense is still going to be solid. The only question mark right now is quarterback play. But all signs are pointing towards Cam Newton being back to, you know, at least his first couple of weeks of last year's self. So they should be able yeah. to win a bunch of games, right? So it's like, but so I really thought the Patriots one was going to be the most controversial, but then everyone was just like, what are you doing with the Eagles? And I'm sitting here and I'm like, dude, three games go differently for them last year. And all of a sudden they're in first place, literally three games. And they only lost by two. They lost by, what did they lose by? I think they lost by one point once and three points once to the Giants yeah. last year. And so it's like, like literally, you know, those two games, you hit a field goal, or like get a little bit better field goal or, you know, positioning and you hit a field goal. And then all of a sudden it's a completely different team. So, right. you know, anyone who's saying that, like, like, look, they clearly could end up in last place, right? Because it all depends on how Hertz plays. It depends on how Smith plays. It depends on if the defense can hold their own enough, right? But mm. to say that they have zero chance of winning in the division where, 
The best team's quarterback is coming back from having his leg snapped in half. The other team that's in there has like a 39-year-old as their starting QB. And then the other team has one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen. Yep. And we're really going to sit here and say that they have zero shot? Like Jalen Hurts is is at this time, I think, the the most trustworthy selection at quarterback in that division because we don't know what Dak's going to be. Dak is probably right. the best quarterback. Yes, but absolutely. We don't know what he's going to be like after the injury. I think Jalen Hurts is the the guy that you can put the most trust in right now in that division. So I don't look, understand any of the backlash. I mean, he wasn't amazing last year, right? Like he had a couple of games where he looked really good, but you know, six touchdowns, four interceptions, like he's just got to get the turnovers down a little bit. Right. And he could, right. you know, he could have a better completion percentage, but also like, what, what do you want from, you want him to have like a 70% completion percentage? Come on. Peyton like, Manning threw 28 interceptions in his rookie year and he just got inducted into hall of fame last night. So. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I mean, dude literally played in four games and now he's had an entire off season where for the most part they were like, yeah, you're gonna be the starting quarterback next year. Yeah. So you know his he's got tons of reps with the first team. They improved the offense for sure. You know I think Smith's gonna end up being really good. You know people have those size concerns. I don't think that's gonna be an issue. So you know I think that the Eagles are gonna be a lot better than a lot of people think they are. And to say that any team in that division doesn't have a chance of winning is ridiculous. Well, what was comedic to me was like. I can understand some of the comments were like, oh, like, you know, Eagles, I don't know about that. Like the people were just like giving their opinions, like that's what we want. And it's just like NFL fans, like giving their right. takes, like, oh, maybe not Eagles. Like that's like, that's exactly what we want. And I actually want what's happening now too. If we can do this on every post, I just fucking sky's the limit. But what was comedic to me was other NFC East fans being like the Eagles came in last, last year. It's like, None of none of you guys were above 500. So to even say like, oh, the Eagles came in last and they're going to win the division. It's like, like you said, two or three games go differently for them and they're in first in the division. And the same could be said for any other team. Like the NFC East was so pathetic last year to be bragging about like your team being better than the last place team. It's like you easily could have been the last place team. So don't sit here and give me that bullshit like, oh, the Eagles were in last last year. And so there's no way they're going to win it this year. It's like, you all sucked last year. It, and the, thing that, like, the other thing with that too is like, you know, it, it, it's one thing if you're like, if you're a Bills fan and you say that the Patriots aren't going to win a division, you have like a genuine, you know, argument there. And you also can just say like, look, I think that they've got a really good, you know, you know, defense and that they've got some good players that they brought in wide receivers are still probably an issue, but you know, with the tight ends, who knows? Um, and you know, you could say quarterback play could be an issue, but you're not like, that's not an outlandish thing to say. This guy was literally saying that the Washington football team had a worse defense than the giants. Now look, the giants have a good defense and they did add to it in the off season. But this guy literally said that the giants defense has zero weaknesses. Yeah, that's just well. It was so clear. This is—is this—is this um Bradley or Jerry? This is Bradley. This Bradley. is Brad. Yeah, Bradley, Bradley and Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> Bradley and Jerry were the two most vocal people in the comment section. Yeah. They hated us. And Bradley was like, he was like, "Oh, Brendan must be an Eagles fan." Which, if you if you have half a brain cell and know who I am. I'm the furthest thing from an Eagles fan. I actually dislike all Philadelphia sports teams. Yeah, that was the thing with a passion. It's, 
but between <laughs> you being full Boston and me being half Boston, half New York, I don't know if there's a single more anti-Philadelphia podcast. Around. And I've said it on this podcast before that I think Philly sports fans are like the scum of the earth. So yes. for me to pick their team to win the division, that says a lot about what I what I think about this team. But the fact that he was like, oh, Brendan must be an Eagles fan. And it's like, well, I'm not. And then he like, you know, trying to say like, oh, he's only making that pick because he's an Eagles fan. And then for him to say the outlandish shit he did about the Giants and how good they are, it's like, all right, so you're calling me out for being biased, but you're sitting here and like, and I get it, man. Defend your team, but don't be like, oh, you're so biased. Like, whatever. It's like, dude. The thing that kills me too is stroking Daniel Jones off guy. Like, please. <laughs> he, he was sitting there and he's talking about the defense and he's saying like, you know, it's one thing to just be like defending your team and just be blatantly wrong. Like, be like, you know, if I was to sit here and say that friggin', I don't know, Chase Vinovich is the best defensive player in the NFL, right? Like, that is wrong very clearly. And if I were to yeah. believe that, it would be because I was a Patriots fan, right? Like, that would just be me being biased. But there's a difference between being biased and saying that a guy is good and being biased and purposely manipulating the way you're talking to make yourself try to be right. Like this dude was saying that I just I can't get over these two things. He said that um, the Washington football team didn't have a good defense or, or that it wasn't better than the Giants because they didn't have a Pro Bowl cornerback last year. And they didn't have a single guy with double-digit sacks. Okay, Washington had more sacks as a team. They had one guy with nine sacks. That was Montez Sweat. They had another guy with seven and a half. That was Chase Young in his rookie year. Now, granted, you know, there's guys like Nick Bosa that were unbelievable in their rookie years. But for the most part, you're not going to see a dude get, you know, 10 sacks in their rookie. Like, Washington football team it could easily have two guys next year that end up with 10 sacks at least, right? Like sweat is going to take a step up next year, I would say. And so he literally just needs to get one more sack than he did last year. And all of a sudden, boom, double digit sack guy. Yeah. And then the other, and then, you know, young, I think is going to take a huge step forward, you know, as guys that are that talented genuinely, you know, generally do. And he only has to get two and a half more sacks and say that the, 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 cream of the crop defense, you know, only exists if it has a double digit sack guy. The last time that a team won the Super Bowl and had a double digit sack guy, it was the Broncos in 2015 with the number one defense in the NFL that year. Yeah. And it was Vaughn Miller and he had 11 and a half. So it's almost as if it doesn't matter if you have one guy that gets double-digit sacks as long as the rest of your team is also good and carries the slack. Because, you know, you look at it, you know, the Washington football team, I think it was had, I forget if they had five guys or six guys that had at least five sacks last year. The Giants had two, I think, or no, was it even two? I think it was one. And the rest, they had like maybe two guys that had like four sacks or something. Yeah. 
Like it just doesn't, it doesn't add up. And then he's sitting here and he's like, oh, and they just added, um, I can't think of what the guy's name is, but he, he, the the cornerback, um, from Tennessee. Um, and he was like, well, they added this guy to the already deepest secondary in the league. I looked it up. The Philadelphia Eagles secondary last year performed better. Adore Jackson. Yeah, Adore Jackson. That's the guy. Yeah, that dude played in three games last year, gave up three touchdowns, had an 80% completion percentage against. And he was like, oh, they just added this great guy. I'm like, dude, no, they definitely added to their defense. I think their defense is probably going to end up being better this year than it was last year. But to say that they're going to be better than the Washington football team, who, to my knowledge, didn't lose anybody important and was already better than your team, and you added a guy that has an 80% completion percentage against him in his most recent year, gave up multiple touchdowns in his other two seasons playing in the NFL, only has two career interceptions, and you're trying to tell me that all of a sudden that team is going to be a better passing defense than the team that just blew them out of the water last year? Come on now. That's ridiculous. Well, here's how I evaluate NFL teams, too, is, all right, what do you have for talent offensively that's going to get you points? And then what do you have for talent defensively that is going to pre- prevent you from giving up points? And that's basically how you should evaluate any sports team. But the Giants are a team to me that don't have enough on either end. Like you could, you could say like, all right, Washington is weak offensively and that's pretty apparent on the surface, but they're really good defensively. So like that balances it out. And that's why I think Washington is a good competitive team. They're going to be competitive for a while. I, I also think that they're an underrated, they're a very underrated offensive team because Curtis Samuel and um, McLaurin. Yeah, McLaurin. That's going to be a, I think that's going to be a pretty good, like, I don't know if they'll be like top five, but it's going to be a pretty yeah. good wide receiver duo. Um, and their running backs aren't atrocious either. And who knows? Just fits magical right, yeah. wins games randomly. So he's the question mark. Yeah. But like, there's, there's gazillion teams you could say like all right they've got it offensively not defensively or they have it defensively but not offensively or they have both there are some teams right. in the nfl that are just strong on both and those are your top tier teams and then i look at the new york giants and i'm like they don't have enough on either end for me to be like all right yeah give them some respect they really do like who do they have on offense daniel jones he's not good well Saquon Barkley is disgusting, but he's also coming off of a torn ACL. And so and he can't running backs, in my opinion, running backs can't win games for teams on their own. Like that's, I think the one position where like, all right, what are you going to run the ball for 500 yards every game and six touchdowns? Cause that's what the giants would need to win in, games. And he can't in recent memory, the only running back that I've ever seen actually like win a game for his team is Derrick Henry last year. There were a lot of games that Derrick Henry won yes. by himself. Okay. Yes. But, but, but that, that also, team also had depth on offense. Right. But it also, the difference too there is that a running back by himself can't do it. A running back has to have at least a top 15 offensive line. In he needs a supporting cast. And I think that that's also true at wide receiver. And it, and it comes down to the quarterback. Right. The quarterback a wide receiver is only as good as his quarterback. Today. Right. So... You look at Daniel Jones, not good. They have no receivers on that. Well, team. they have Kenny Galladay, who's not that good, who peaked in Detroit as like a middle, I'll call him a middle class receiver, is how I would categorize him. He's nothing I mean, special. 
I'll give him. He also had Matthew Stafford throwing him the football. That's that's that that is the big you know. He Matthew Stafford is a much better quarterback. Which is that I don't think Kenny Galladay is going to turn this team around in any way. Right, is Slayton exactly. still with them. Darius I don't. Slayton. I don't know if Slayton's still with them. They still Even have Sterling Shepard. Um, Sterling Shepard is so overrated. He has never been good. He's still a bona fide number one option on he a lot. Got, he got so much hype. Well, a lot of it you had. I mean, if you have Odell Beckham on one side, like you're gonna be open a lot more. Um, yeah, but even so, I feel like because I had him in fantasy for like a couple of years, and I feel like he was just like good for like 70 yards a game and like never scored. He was like such a middle of the pack guy. They just they don't they don't have enough for me. Yeah, no, I mean they don't have enough for me either. Clearly, right. I yeah. picked the Cowboys to win the division. Right. Yeah. That's the other thing, too. He didn't give you any shit for your Cowboys take, even though he was a New York Giants guy. It was just me. Yeah. <laughs> it was him, him and Jerry, man. I'm Dude, disappointed. He's, he said at one point that the worst case scenario for the Giants was they finish in second place. That's not the worst case scenario. That's the best case scenario. <laughs> that is not the worst case scenario. The worst case scenario is they finish in dead last and not win a game, which might happen. <laughs> which is a good transition into the main topic for today's episode, which if you... If More you controversy, were, baby! If you were upset with our division predictions, stop listening to this episode right now. Because today, we are doing a full season preview. We are doing it by tier rankings. Someone actually asked me to do this like a while back. was like, oh, can you do tier ranking? Or like asked us to do tier ranking videos. And we're finally getting around to it. And I think this is the perfect way to do it because predicting NFL records accurately is really hard. And knowing our mediocre, no, I shouldn't call you guys mediocre, knowing our wise-ass fan base, if I say that like, oh, the Patriots are going to be 11 and 6 this year and they go 10 and 7, everyone's like, you loser, you got it wrong, you're a moron, you don't know football. But it's like, that's... For a preseason prediction, that's pretty fucking close. So we're grouping it this year based off of a range of wins. Because if you say like a team's going to get 12 wins and they get 13 or 11, you pretty much hit the nail right on the head in a 17-game NFL season. I think that if you're within one or two wins of a you know of your prediction, one or two games go differently. I still think that's a pretty accurate prediction. So. So, especially too, because things could go wrong and like teams always drop games that you don't expect. So I don't want to just sit here and be like, all right, this team's going to win this many games and lose this many games. And that's the prediction because we just don't, we can't be 100% accurate. We'd probably get one team right if that. So I went onto this tier maker website. I am, can you see that? I'm sharing the screen. Yes. Yes. I feel like such a fucking middle school teacher right now. I am <laughs> sharing my Zoom screen. Um, so I have two tiers here. I grouped it because it, someone had already made this, but it was like for a 16 game schedule. And I was like, well, teams might go undefeated or well, if you lose two games this year, that's still 14 wins. So I'm sorry. That's 15 wins. If you lose two games this year. So we have at the bottom of the tier four or less wins. Those are the teams that we don't care about at all. If you don't win more than even if you if you win five games, I don't necessarily care about you. But four or less is bottom of the barrel. Five to six wins, seven to eight wins, nine to ten wins, 
11 to 13 wins and then 14 plus. So from nine to 10 to 14 plus is could theoretically be playoffs. So that's where we're going to like actually have to explain our picks and why we picked it and what we think the rationale is going to be and what the season is going to pan out to be. But if I throw a team in four or less, I'm not really going to spend that much time on them. You're irrelevant to me. So I have two tiers, two tabs open, two tiers. I'll be on the left. Seth will be on the right, just so we remember. We're going to go through all 32 NFL teams right now, and we are going to rank them based off how many wins we think they're going to get. And then we're going to post about it on Instagram so that Bradley and um, Jerry can speak their mind again because I'm going to put the New York Giants in four or less wins. Uh, I think I am. I also, I'll just preface this by saying that I, I, I went ahead and predicted every team's record exactly already in the notes app on my phone. So I am overly prepared for this right now. But let's get into it. We're going say, to, when uh, we do this, yeah, if, we, if we both agree on a team, I say we just put it in the middle so that you don't have to have the same logo in two spots. Well, I have two different tiers. See? So oh, we, each, two we, we each get gotcha, our own. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So the order that we're going in is based off of the order that the website provided. It's not alphabetical and it's not by division. It's totally random. So uh, if, I'm sorry if it seems like we're going in such a weird order. It's not based off of anything. It's literally just the website grouped the logos like this. So the first team that they grouped the logo or the logo that they put first is the Cleveland Browns, the team that we both said was going to win the division. Uh, I'll go first. I think they're going to be a 13-win team. I believe in the Browns a lot. I believe in this offense. I think to win the AFC North, you're going to have to win at least 11 or 12 games this year. Um, I believe 11 was the the Steelers win 11 or 12 last year. Uh, Steelers were 12 and four last year. 12 and four. And then Ravens and Browns were both 11 and five. Um, so I think putting the Browns in the 11 to 13 win tier is a pretty safe bet. Um, and we broke it down last episode uh, based off. Like, you know, we both think they're going to win the division. So I won't repeat myself, but Browns, I got them going 13 and four. How about you? Yeah, I agree with the tier. Um, I think they're more likely to be a 12 win team, but at that point, it's really just splitting hairs. Like, basically, I think they're going to be as good, if not better than they were last year. So whether that means they get 11 wins, 12 wins or 13 wins, not really a big deal to me. I think they're 11 to 13. I think that's pretty clear. Baker's going to take a step up. OBJ is going to be healthy. And, you know, obviously people have heard what we think about, you know, like it's certainly possible that OBJ like changes Baker's mindset, but I don't think that after Baker played the way he did last year, that he takes a step back. So definitely as good, if not better this year. There are a lot of people on that, on that post um, that were commenting, like there are a few that didn't like the Browns take and their response was, Steelers or Ravens. Yeah, was like, that, yes. Steelers, <laughs> really? Like, I will give you Ravens because the Ravens have played very well in the regular season ever since Lamar Jackson became the starting quarterback. But yeah. the Steelers with, like, 90-year-old Ben Roethlisberger, no James Conner. Well, the other thing, too, boy, is, like, all three, like, like, you can't shit on the Browns take and then give the other two competitive teams the division. Like, oh, like, big whoop, like, now we've knocked 75% of the division out. So, like, that's not a hot take to be like, nah, Steelers or Ravens. That'd be like me saying, like, yeah, like the Patriots or the Bills or even the Dolphins 
or the Jets are going to win our division. It's like, yeah, okay, those are all the teams. Like, yeah. like, give me a team and say that they're why they're going to win. Like, whatever. People are stupid. Um, but yeah, we have Browns in eleven to thirteen. Next team, San Francisco 49ers. This one I went back and forth on for a while, and I really don't know what we're going to get. But I do know that this is going to be the most competitive division in football, in my opinion. Um, and I also know that we don't know, like Jimmy G is still slated to be the starter, but like Trey Lance has like been lighting it up in camp. I'm putting them in 11 to 13. I have them going 11 and six. Um, I, I think they just, they really were just like scarred with injuries last year. They were haunted by injuries all last year. And it really wasn't an indicative year, especially after going to the Super Bowl the year before. No, I don't believe in this team as a playoff team. I don't have them winning the division. Uh, I think they'll drop a significant amount of games um, to some teams that they should beat. But I do think they might be good for 11 wins, especially if Trey Lance gets a shot and plays like they say he's been playing at camp. So I got 11 to 13. Yeah, I've got 9 to 10 just because I think that a lot of their injuries are going to end up being something where it's like, you know, that guy might not, you know, for the first, it's, it might take a while for some of these guys to get in a full game shape and like, you know, be as effective as they were. Um, and then I also think that as much as I love Debo Samuel, I think that their wide receivers are a little bit too inconsistent for my liking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that would be, that's the one reason why I think they're probably closer to a 10 win team. That's fair. Yeah, definitely fair. Um, that was, I would point out wide receiver, maybe even running back too is like one of their weaknesses. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean that's K- the thing because like runs the offense. Mostert like, was so good last year for like eight games, and yeah. then really kind of flamed out. So it's, you know, it's it's tough to say. They're a team that I have I have trouble evaluating right now. I mean, that once we get like into the season and underway, and we start doing the pickums, we'll have more of an accurate, obviously, but more of an accurate understanding of what the 49ers are going to be. All right. Patriots. I think everyone knows which way we're leaning on this one. Um, I'm going back to 11 to 13 win category. I'm winning 12 games, 12 and five for the New England Patriots this year. I think that's a pretty, a pretty safe call. 12 and five. They have the potential to be better, but they also have the potential to be much worse. Um, So 11 to 13 wins is generous for them, probably from me to give to them, but I do truly believe in this new revamped offense. And, you know, we got some parts back on defense, like people, people last year wanted to say like, Oh, it was because of Brady leaving. Oh, this offense is like horrible. We lost some key pieces on defense too. That was like really tough. Like losing Van Noy, losing Hightower, losing Chung. That was big. Um, that played more of a role than people will realize. You got Van Noy back this year. You got Jalen Mills. Um, I, I think if you can re-sign Gilmore, like we talked about on the last episode, you got J.C. Jackson, his defense is going to be pretty strong. Uh, I'll say 12 wins for the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, they don't have the easiest schedule this yeah. year. Um, I think that they'll at least split with the Bills. Um they're going to, at minimum, split with the Dolphins. They'll beat the Jets both times. Saints game's a toss-up because who knows how the Saints are going to be this year until we actually see them out there on the field. 
I expect them to lose to the Buccaneers. That's also a weird game where they could just, because they're at home, Brady's coming back, you know. That, I think, is a spot that, for that reason, that they could potentially win it. Yeah, Brady. Because of the circumstance. Brady is either going to have, like, five touchdowns and 500 yards and only have five incompletions, or he's going to have, like, two touchdowns, two interceptions, and 300 yards or something. Like, it's going to be – it's one of those games where he's either going to ball out or be, like, just good enough where they can win, but they might not. Um, They're going to beat the Texans. Cowboys will be a good game. Chargers, they beat last year, if I remember correctly, or at least yeah. were close last year. It was, I think they beat them last year. I think they'll beat them again this year. Browns will be an interesting game. They're going to beat the Falcons. I'm really between 10 and 11. Like, I, yeah. I feel like they can easily get double-digit. Like, I think they'll get double-digit wins. I think that 10 and 7 is a realistic, you know, um, I'm I, if it was a regular season, I would say probably nine and seven for this team um, right. would be a little bit more, but I, I would say, yeah, I think I'll put them in the 10, but they're definitely going to be on the much, you know, they're definitely like over under 10 and a half, I would say. Right. Yeah. Like I think 10 is a safe bet. And like, in my mind, I'm saying like, I think if 10's a safe bet, and they're looking to win the division, I think they are going to win like those extra one or two games. Like they might beat the Bills twice. Like they, they might yeah. really come up big against another team. Because that's the thing is because like those wins. The only division games that I am confident in saying that they're gonna win are the two games against the Jets. Right. right? The, the rest of them as well. The rest of them I think are just way too much of a toss-up. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I just I have a good feeling about them. I do think they're gonna win the division. And I think five losses will get you the, the, the win in the division. Um, I, just, I really don't – I don't know. I think, I think 12 and 5 uh, is where I'm putting it. Okay. And you, you, you put them in uh, 9 to 10 wins with a lean towards 10 and 11. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Carolina Panthers. I'm going 5 to 6. Probably generous. Um, people were saying like, oh, it's like Sam Darnold. Uh, no, uh, I don't think he makes any difference on this team at all. Um, ah, they don't, they're, they're not a factor in my mind. McCaffrey's back. So that'll definitely get them some wins, but they, they aren't in contention for anywhere close to 500. I, I say five and 12. Yeah. I mean, I'm putting them in the four or less. Yeah. I mean, I think that they don't have enough talent anywhere. Right. Like, I, I, like literally running back is the only position on that team where I look at them and I say, yep, you're good there. Right. That's the only spot that they don't have to worry about. Um, wide receivers, I think, are going to be an issue. I mean, I don't think it's going to matter what their defense does. Like, they could have... I mean, I'm not super well versed in who's on their team, but this is completely like they could end up with the best defense in the NFL. It's not going to mean anything because I don't think their right. offense could hold up. Like, not that I think that they're going to be the best defense, just that I think even if they were, it wouldn't mean anything. So yeah. I've got four lesses. Yeah. I, I think they'll get four probably. Yeah. I forget what they, where they ended up last year, but it wasn't anything good. I think it was four and 12, right? Maybe. I don't. Or, 
They were a weird team that, like, didn't they give the Bucks a really good game at one point? Like, a lot of teams gave the Bucks a really good game. That's though. true, the but Giants I feel like the Panthers really at one. Game, like, I feel like the Panthers at one point kind of like went on a little bit of a run. Maybe I'm just imagining this. <laughs> they ended up five and eleven. Okay, five and eleven. So yeah, right where right where I have them again this year. So I don't know. Yeah, they did give a Bucks the Bucks a good game though. I do remember that. All right, but yeah, nothing special for the Carolina Panthers. Next team, Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers fans are not going to appreciate this. This is a harsh take from me. I got seven to eight wins. Seven and ten is where I'm putting the Steelers. This team is a joke. Uh, the fact that they, people actually thought they were good because the NFL gave them the easiest schedule and they went like 11-0 and and then lost five straight or something, or 12-0 and and lost five straight. Whatever, whatever it ended up being. I think they won 11 straight and went one and four to finish out the year. Right. Yeah. So they were such a joke. The whole dancing on the logo thing. I hate that team. I hate Chase Claypool. I hate Juju Smith-Schuster. I don't have an opinion about Ben Roethlisberger. Um, he's not a good, he's not a great quarterback. Um, he's just like one of those veteran guys who gets a ton of respect in the league. So like, I'll give respect to him, but I'm not giving respect to this team. They're seven, seven and 10 is where I, I've got them. Uh, not a factor in the AFC North at all, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Seven, eight. Yeah, that's a good place to put them. I think uh, fall from grace after winning the division last year, but yeah. hey, it happened in New England. It can happen in Pittsburgh. Okay, next team: Minnesota Vikings. The Viking. The Vikings are a team that I really want to like. I I think that they are like have such an appealing offense. For, like they need to almost be better at offense because they're kind of like the Cowboys on paper. They're so appealing at offense to have Dalvin cook, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson as like three of your like main weapons, both in the ground game and in the air and to still be shitty. It's such a weird phenomenon to me. And it's yeah. because of Kirk cousins. I'm throwing them in seven to eight. I think they're going to go eight and nine this year. Uh, they, they have had some really weird years where, like, they, wait, they made it to the NFC Championship one year and then they were, like, below 500 for a couple of years and, like, a while, you know, like, the Stefan Diggs catch year against the Saints. That was the year I think they made it to the NFC Championship. But they've been, like, had such a roller coaster last five years that I really don't know what we're going to get out of the Vikings this year. So I think eight and nine, right around 500. Teams can't go 500 anymore because of this stupid uh, – well, I guess if you have a tie, if you're eight, eight and one, I guess you is that 500 even? No, uh, you're below 500 because your win percentage is wins divided by games played. So it's okay. It, it so teams, teams, can't, teams can't go 500 anymore because of this stupid 17 game schedule. So I think eight and nine is a safe place to put them. Yeah, I'm leaning a little bit more towards the seven, but definitely seven to eight. Um, they do have one of the tougher schedules this year. Um, they. You know, they're going to start off one and one probably because um, they're going to beat the Bengals, I would think, week one. Um, but then, you know, Cardinals, Seahawks, Browns, you'll beat the Lions and the Panthers. Then Cowboys are a toss up. Ravens play well in the regular season. Chargers could take a step up this year. Then you have Packers, Niners, Steelers, Bears, Rams. Like you got all these teams that are going to be better than them that they're probably going to lose to. They've got a really difficult schedule. Um, I think if we gave them an easier schedule, they could sneak into that nine to 10 win range, but seven to eight, I think is probably their stealing this year. 
Yeah, fair, fair enough estimate. Okay, Seattle Seahawks coming out of, again, the toughest division in football, in my opinion. I'm going to go 11 and 13. Um, I think they could easily be 9 to 10. I said they were going to win 12 games. Um, they're just, the Seahawks are just too good to, to kind of write off. But again, I think the Cardinals are going to be better than them. It's really tough. And the math probably doesn't work out on, you know, me having this, all these teams do well, like the 49ers and the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Well, I guess it does because it happened in the AFC North, but 11 to 13, I wouldn't put them any higher. Um, I could put them lower, but I think that's, that's my safe play for them right now. Yeah. I mean, it, the NFL is a funny one with, with the math when you think about it, though, right? Because it's like technically you could go zero and six in your division, and then you'd finish eleven and six, right? Because <laughs> you know if you win every other game, so um, you know because the division play doesn't like it matters, but it's not as huge of an issue in the NFL yeah. as it is for like a baseball team, um, right? But I mean. I think defense is a real question mark for this team. I really do. Um, offense is never going to be a problem as long as Russell Wilson's under center. So um, I think 11 and 13, and I'm really leaning towards the 11. Um, and the only reason why I can really feel confident in that is because they do have Russell Wilson. Yeah, um, I think anytime you have Russell Wilson, you're gonna end up with at least 11 wins. So you know, in a 17 game schedule, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, that's fair. All right, Kansas City Chiefs. I have been hammering the 11 to 13 win column, and I'm gonna continue to do it. I think 13 wins for the Chiefs. I think three losses. Um, the Chiefs are, especially if you're a team that's leading your division and like leading the conference at the end of the season, you're kind of due for like a week 17 loss. Um, it's just kind of in the cards. You're resting all your starters. You're probably playing against a team that's playing for pride. Um, you may be playing against another playoff team that's looking to kind of bang you up. I think you're always, you're always going to be good for at least one loss if you're, if you're in that category. Um, and then I think that they, they have a tough schedule being, you know, a team that went to the Super Bowl back to back years. They've got a tough schedule. They're playing against some top tier teams. Um, I think three, three wins is, is fair to say for this team. I, I say 13 and three. Um, so I'll put them in 11 to 13 with an upside to 14 plus, but I say 13 wins. Yeah, their max is definitely a 14 plus. I actually think they're worse this year than they were next or last year. Yeah. Um, and you know, they, they have a schedule where if things go wrong, they could end up and four to start the year. They've got four straight toss up games. They've got the Browns who almost beat them last year in the playoffs. Then you end up with the Ravens immediately after that, who, as I've said repeatedly today are good in the regular season. Um, then immediately after the Ravens, you have the chargers who beat the chiefs last year. Yeah. Then you have the Eagles. So I think it'll be the Eagles. So probably, probably. they could end up one and three to one, start. The I, year. I, I, I'd, I'd probably say three, three and one or two and two. Right. That, I, I think, games. I think two and two is a lot more realistic to start the year. Heck, I mean, they could go four and oh for all I know. Right. I right. think that they're more likely three and one or two and two. I just, 
the there is a very easy to understand and see scenario in which they end up one and three in their first four games. Um, but I've got them in that 11 to 13 as well. Um, I think they get one less win than last year. Yeah. Also, I was saying 13 and three. I meant 13 and four. Yeah. I fucking hate the 17 game thing so much. I do. So accustomed to adding up to 16. Now I have to change my whole mindset. So dumb. Yeah, the thing that bothers me the most about it is it's like nobody wanted it other than the owners. Right. Like they were the only the only people who wanted it just because they wanted to bring in more money because, they, you know, even with the one last preseason game, it's, you know, they end up because you get more money from a regular season game. So, yeah. All right. Detroit Lions. I hate to do this because the coach is fucking electric. But yeah, we four, love the four, four, four or less wins. I, I think they're going to win uh, three games. I think, it, yeah, three and 14 is what I said for them. They're just not there yet. They don't have the pieces. This coach might be electrifying, but it, it also screams like brand new coach who they might like get a week one win and everyone's going to be like, yeah, like the Lions bandwagon, but they're going to flop eventually. I got no more than four wins for this team. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. There's, I just, I don't. <laughs> Hate, hate, to, hate to do it to him because <laughs> the coach is fucking fun to listen to, but I don't I don't see this team panning out. Unfortunately, at least this season, I don't see them panning out. All right, Eagles. Let's let's talk Eagles. Uh, the team that I'm picking to win the NFC East, uh, the team that you know has gotten me a lot of backlash on social media this past week for, for riding them so heavily. I am going nine to 10. I think nine and eight is, is safe for the Eagles. That would also mean that the NFC East is going to be weak again this year and that we're going to have some team, uh, the majority of the teams below 500. Um, and the Eagles are going to be the beneficiaries of a soft weak conference. Again, I understand that. And that's that's how I see it. We also could have like the Washington football team like pop off for like eleven or twelve wins and completely rain on this Eagles parade of mine. But I think nine and eight for the Eagles is my prediction. Yeah, I've got them. Got them closer to like the seven to eight win range, probably. Um, I mean, look, I don't think they're the worst team in the division. And once we get through the rest of these tiers, that'll be clear. But they're, I don't, you know, I think they're going to finish third personally. Like I, like, I don't think it's ridiculous to believe that they could possibly finish um, first. Like, there's the way this division is, you know. But I mean, look, they play the Chiefs, they play the Buccaneers. Play the Raiders, who are, you know, they're always a tough beat. The Chargers are going to be solid. You have to go to Denver to play the Broncos, and the Broncos are always good at home. And they play the Saints. You're going to split with the Giants, probably. Yeah. I mean, it, the way that those teams play against each other, that, you know, you maybe, like, yeah. You, you're either going to go 2 and 0 or you're going to split. Like, there's no, it's, it, you know, it's, it's very, I, I say, <laughs> I just did the same thing that that guy was doing with the teams. You're either going to go 2-0 against them or you're going to split. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Um, but, uh, no, I think that they'll probably split a lot of their division series. You know, who who knows? 
But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of teams in there outside of the division where it's like, I think they'll end up, you know, three and three, somewhere between four and two and two and four in the division. Yeah. And then there's a lot of teams they're going to lose to outside of the division. So I think that seven and eight is a little bit more realistic for them. Yeah, that's fair enough. Okay. Miami Dolphins, nine to 10 wins for me. Dolphins are good. Dolphins definitely had a great year last year and they show promise. Quarterback situation is still kind of a question mark. Um, but I think Flores is a good coach and he knows how to win. I'll say nine and eight for them. I don't, I think they're still going to come in third in the division. Um, but nine and eight for the Dolphins, I would call it a pretty good year for them. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. Mm. How do I feel about this? Yeah, I mean, nine to 10. I think they'll be an above 500 team. I don't see them having a losing record this year. I don't think they're going to be as good as the Patriots. Um, getting Xavier Howard back is huge. Um, and, you know, him not getting traded is huge. But I just, I think there are a couple of holes in that defense that as much as Flores is a great defensive-minded coach, I don't know that he can coach enough to fill those gaps in. And from a receiver standpoint, unless Jalen Waddle just goes off, I've, I'm not super high on them offensively. And so I think that they're going to be able to sneak in. Like, I think that Flores is going to coach up a defense that will win them games. Yep. But I don't know that he can coach them up enough to get them to, you know, I, I think that nine wins is pretty realistic for them. Yeah, that's, that's exactly how I feel. Okay, New Orleans Saints. I picked the Saints to win the division. Uh, this is my first team that I'm going 14-plus wins on. I'm big on the Saints this year. I think this is a great spot for them to maybe make a deep playoff run. I, I love Jameis Winston so much. Um, and I still you still have Taysom Hill, who you can use as your like dual threat, kind of like half running back, special team, wildcat guy, which can throw a lot of defenses off. and. You know, the one critique that Carp had on Taysom Hill was like, well, when, they're, when the Saints bring him into the game, you always know what they're going to do. But that's not necessarily the case because he plays tight end, he plays running back, he plays wide receiver, he plays quarterback. So you don't know. They could throw him in as a decoy. They could throw him in as like a hot route guy. They could put him under center and run a wildcat, or he could just throw the ball. So I think he's, they can run, if, if done correctly, a very versatile offense here. The Michael Thomas like drama thing is like, it is what it is. There's a lot of people within the organization that are saying it doesn't matter that he's out this year, that they're confident that they have guys who can committee and do the work without him and can still be as big of threats at wide receiver. And the defense is really good. Saints have always had strong defense. Um, so I think it's no different this year. I, I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. I think the expectation is probably 10 to 11 wins for them. Um, but I think they're going to surprise some people and snap off some big wins. I got them 14 plus wins winning. Yeah, I mean, I'm less optimistic about them. I think they're probably closer to the 9-10 to 10 win bracket. Um, I think that makes a lot more sense for them just because, you know, like, I, who knows what Jameis is going to be like. I think that Thomas being out is going to be a big deal. Um, love Alvin Kamara. Love that guy. Um, that man helped me win our fantasy uh, league last yeah. year. Um, so I absolutely love him. Um, 
but yeah, I, I think nine and 10, they easily could get 10. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up with 10, but I mean, I also, I don't think they're winning the division. So fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Houston Texans four or less. Very simple for me. I think they're going to win two games. Deshaun or no Deshaun. It doesn't matter for me. Uh, Texans suck. They are such a fluke team that like one year that they made it to the AFC divisional round against the Patriots. I don't think they're any good. Uh, they lost JJ Watt. Um, their quarterback might be going to jail. Might not be. We don't know. Uh, yeah. Just, who wins? <laughs> it, it was in the news cycle constantly for like three weeks. And I haven't heard anything since. Yeah. So like, we like, don't even know. <laughs> We have no idea what's happening to this. But yeah, I mean, they're four or less. Yeah, that that's a pretty straightforward pick for me. I don't have to do much uh, much research on that one. Okay, Atlanta Falcons going right back to four or less. Uh, people think that man's from Florida, Kyle Pitts, is going to change things. But they lost Julio. They don't have an established run game. Matt Ryan is getting older. Um, and they're known for just blowing leads all the time. So I don't, I don't have any confidence in this team winning more than four games. Yeah, I've got him four or less as well. I think that pitch is going to be good. Like, I think he's going to be a really good player. He might end up switching to wide receiver at some point. Like, I, I see that yeah. happening. Um, like, I, I can really see that happening. Um, but if he's committed to the tight end, I, I think he'll be just fine as a tight end. But especially this year, there's no way that he's going to outperform anything that Julio was doing for them. And so I don't like, there's no way that they're better than a four win team. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Baltimore Ravens, a team that I'm not big on, never have been. And they've continually, continuously each season gone like down a peg. Um, And I think that's going to continue this year. I've got them nine to 10. Uh, they were eleven win team last year. I think they're going to be ten and seven this year. That's my that's my prediction. Uh, ten and seven for the Baltimore Ravens. Not big on them. Not big on their offense. Don't think they're a threat to the Browns uh, in terms of the division race. So ten ten to seven or ten and seven. Yeah, I agree with everything. Like t- nine to ten wins, and I think they'll be ten and seven. Um, I just I don't think they have the wide receiver core to get it done. No, they don't. Not at all. I mean, Hollywood Brown. Who's who solid, but really not a number one option. Who else? Is Crabtree still there? Is he retired? It, it, does that matter? No, but <laughs> like, like, it doesn't. They don't have, I mean, it's better than like no one. <laughs> That's. I funny. don't even. I don't even know who their wide receivers are. Yeah, I don't know because they didn't. They didn't sign Dez. So they don't have him anymore. Not like he did anything. <laughs> no, but. Yeah, no, the Ravens are a joke to me. Lamar can run around the field like a little bitch again and lose seven games. Okay, Tennessee Titans, 11-13. and 13. They're going to win the division. They are going to be the best coming out of the division, but they're not a solid enough playoff team. Uh, they don't have enough depth for me. I think they're going to win 11 games flat. That's, that's what I think about them. Uh, I've got them in 11-13 as well. Um, I think they're a team that could easily outperform that. Um, I, like, I think that Julio is going to be a pretty big 
impact on that team just because I think between him and Brown, like that's just a really good wide receiver core. Right. They opinion. have a they have a great wide receiver core there. Yeah. And I think that I think that bringing him in is like that's really going to propel them this year. I don't know what that means as far as like postseason. Um, and I think that Tannehill could still be a big issue because as much as he played pretty well last year, they still leaned very heavily on Derrick Henry. But I think that bringing in Julio makes Tannehill's job easier. Like I think Tannehill could borderline throw for 4,000 yards this year. Like, you know, he could easily do it just because of how much Julio opens the field when put alongside a guy like Brown that you can't just ignore. Um, And so I think that really helps the team. And I think that it's going to open up the run game a lot for them as well. And I love Vrabel. Like, I think he's such a good head coach. Um, So I think that they're going to be a really solid team this year. I don't know what that means come playoff time, but they're, I think they'll easily win their division. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. Next one, New York giants. This one's for Bradley. Fuck your giants, Bradley. Yeah, I mean, more or less wins with the potential to win zero games. Go suck on that one. Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> and that was my pick before Bradley even commented on the post. The Giants suck. Uh, they're going. I'm, I might have put them in five and six before he commented, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I had him four four or less the whole way. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I was always leaning towards that five win like area anyway. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it was like. If we had a four to six bracket, that'd be where I'd put them. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Next team, Colts. I'm going five to six. Carson Wentz is done. We don't know what their quarterback situation is. Even the quarterbacks that they talk about trading for, I don't think they're going to make much of an impact. The Colts, unless Phillip Rivers comes back, which is there's potential for that to happen, apparently. Um, Phillip Rivers was the reason why they were so good last year. Losing him is definitely big. Um, he comes back. Maybe I'll change my tune, but right now I say six and eleven. Yeah, I agree. I've got him in the five to six, and that is your first five to six win team. Yep. Okay, next team, Arizona Cardinals. I've got them winning the NFC. It's the NFC West, right? Is the division yes. that they're in with? Yep. I've got them winning the NFC West. Twelve win team, in my opinion. I put them in eleven to thirteen again. Big on the Cardinals. Really think they're going to be competitive this year. I think they're going to give the Seahawks a run for the Seahawks and the 49ers a run for their money. That's going to be such a fun division to watch. I'm excited. That's probably the one aspect, not one, but the top aspect in terms of like this coming NFL season that I'm wicked excited for. Like there's going to be, that is going to be a tight division race. I think between the, all four teams, I think could compete for a division title. Obviously you're going to have one that's probably bottom of the barrel. And I think it's going to be the Rams, but Love the Cardinals. We both picked them to win in the division. The division. I say they're a twelve-win team. Yeah, I mean, what's funny is mathematically speaking, you could have four teams finish a year at fourteen and three really? in the same division. Because th- think about it, right? If every team goes three and three against division opponents and then wins the rest of their games, that's yeah, a fourteen. That's four fourteen <laughs> and three teams. Yeah. So, it's it's impossible to have more than one undefeated team in a division, but it's possible right. to just have a bunch of teams that just absolutely dominate. Like you could literally, you know, you'd end up with three teams in the same division in the playoffs and all of them be deserving of home field for, you know, every game. Uh, but I also, I agree. I have them in the 11 to 13 win range. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's a pretty safe bet then. They had a good year last year. Uh, probably should have won a few more games that they didn't end up, end up winning. So I think they're really going to they're gonna make that leap this year, especially with J.J. Watt. Yeah. Um, okay, next team, Green Bay Packers. I am huge on the Packers this year. I think they lose one game. I think 16-1, and one, maybe 15-2. and two. It's Aaron Rodgers' revenge tour, Devontae Adams' revenge tour. There's an agreement that at the end of this year, the Packers will trade Aaron Rodgers if he wants a trade. Which, um, <laughs> that confuses me because I thought they restructured his contract so that he was a free agent. I thought they did too, but then they were like, oh, like we'll trade you. So maybe they, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they canceled. the. Maybe they struck an agreement with him where he was like, look, I've spent my entire career here. I actually really like the organization. I don't want to screw you guys over. So we'll work together get me traded to where I want to be so you guys don't lose me for nothing. That might be the case. Probably yeah. is the case. But, um, but yeah, it's going to be such a weird year in Green Bay. That, But we kind of had this conversation last week. Like, oh, like, will Aaron Rodgers just tank because he hates the Packers? And then, you know, just he's looking ahead to next year already. But the Instagram story post of the last dance with Tay Adams, I think this team, especially fucking love Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is great. Um, yeah. this team, they've got some, they've got some pretty good pieces. They retained Marquez Valdez Scantling, right? I believe Who is, he's filthy, um, as a pretty good number two to, um, to Devonte Adams, this team, I think it's just revenge tour for Aaron Rodgers. So I, I think 14 plus wins easily. Um, and I think I go as far to say they're 16 and one, they lose one game this year. That's where I'm saying. I've got them in the 14 plus one category as well. Um, I think the Chiefs is going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. One of those teams in the AFC West is going to give them a really good game that they could lose. So, I, I mean, they could, I, I feel like they'll lose maybe two or three, but I think that one loss is pretty realistic for them as well. Like they could be, you know, heck, if they, if they can win against some of these really good teams like the Chiefs. You could see them be the first 17 and 0 team. Yeah. I think they're gonna win against the Chiefs. Um, I think they they play the Bucks this year, right? I no. Oh, they don't. Okay. No. Because they um I didn't even I looked at the schedule when I did the things, but that was like a few days ago, so I don't remember. But yeah, I think I think they'll beat the Chiefs, but it's it's hard for me to be like, yeah, 17 and 0. Because then if they right. lose one game, it's like fuck. So like every team is good to drop a game that they should have won. Um, so I think 14 plus is, is a pretty safe bet for this team. Okay. Tampa Bay. I'm going 11 and 13 or 11 to 13 wins somewhere in that range, leaning towards, you know, upside of 12, 13 wins. Everybody knows I'm not huge on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. So that's obviously is playing a role and like they stacked up on offense, especially last year for a big Super Bowl run. But, you know, they didn't have a strong regular season last year. And you could see like, oh, well, they were still trying to figure it out. And then they figured it out. I just don't, I don't agree with that. I think that they, they kind of struggled during the regular season. We're a wild card team kind of scratched and clawed their way through what should have been a much better season for them on paper. They didn't have a hard schedule and they dropped some games where it was like, holy shit, they shouldn't be losing these games. Um, and Brady didn't look all that all that good. Um, and obviously it's Tom Brady, so he's gonna turn it on during playoff time. But I think you they're they're not they're gonna struggle in the regular not struggle, 
But I think they're definitely going to lose some games that they should win this year. But I still I think they're going to be 13 and four. Um, and they'll still be a competitive team, make another deep playoff run. They're the defending Super Bowl champions, so like they, they deserve some sort of respect. So I say 11 to 13 wins. Yeah, I mean, they returned literally all of their starters, yeah. right? So it's, you know, I've got them in the same 11 to 13 bracket just because, you know, I think that they'll have a similar situation to last year where they will drop a couple of regular season games. But... I think that they end up in 12 or 13 wins. Just, you know, they finished with 11 wins last year. I think the Saints, like, I disagree with you, obviously, from what we saw. I think the Saints are not as good as they were last year. Right. Um, and so I think that they at minimum switch spots. And whereas the Saints were 12 and four last year um, and the Bucks were 11 and five this year, I think that the Bucks end up at least 12 and five. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, Chicago Bears. Um, five to six wins for me. Uh, the Chicago Bears scream Philadelphia Eagles from last year to me in the sense that I think they're going to make a mistake at quarterback and not put Justin Fields in for a while, and I think they're going to struggle with Andy Dalton. And then later in the season, when it's too little too late, they're going to put Justin Fields in, and he's going to play really well. Um, I, the Bears had a really good year last year, made the playoffs, could have easily knocked the Saints off in the playoffs, but you know because of a dropped touchdown catch, didn't. Um, but I think they're I think they're going to come back down to reality this year. The, the quarterback situation mixed with Matt Nagy, I don't think being a great head coach and not a great motivator, that combines to six wins in my opinion. Unless Justin Fields gets put in earlier and he just balls out and they have like an incredible year, but six wins for me is, is safe. Yeah, I mean, I I think I've got them in the seven to eight, just because I think that they will go to fields earlier than you think, and I think that Dalton might be able to win them a couple of random games. Um, not that I think he's a good quarterback, I just think that he might just randomly go off in like two games and then just suck in all the other ones. And then they're like, all right, we'll pull him. Um, yeah, so yeah, I think they're seven to eight. They'll probably finish third in the division. I forget where I put Minnesota, but um, I think that they're going to be worse than Minnesota, probably. Yeah, yeah. They, they honestly, I think that it's for them in Minnesota. It's going to come down to who wins the season series. If Minnesota goes two and zero, oh, then Minnesota will win. If they go one and one against each other, I think Minnesota gets the edge. At the only way that I see the Bears beating Minnesota is if they beat them twice in the regular season. I like it. Okay. Bengals four or less people are making the argument that Joe Burrow looked really good and he got hurt and he's going to come back and he's going to turn this Bengals team around, but they've got a tough fucking schedule this year. I went through and I like, I realistically could make a case for every team they're playing against to beat them. I think two wins for this Bengals team. I think it's going to be a really tough year for them. Um, I wish the best for Joe Burrow. Um, he threw for a billion yards last year, but also because he had to, because they never ran the football. They don't have an established run game. Um, their best receiver, I can't even think of their best receiver. John Ross? Are we forgetting someone big? Because A.J. Green's gone. Oh, oh, T. Higgins, T. Higgins. Okay, so no. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, he's good, but like that's he, he was one of those guys. He's he's in that Chase Claypool category of random wide receivers that went off for multiple games last year. Yeah, but I don't take him seriously. I, I this team's this team's no good. Two two and fifteen. I'm a little bit more optimistic. I think five and six, or sorry, the five two six category. Yeah. Um, you know, th- I think they can beat the Jaguars. They can beat the Lions. They'll beat the Jets. Who the heck knows with the Raiders? I think they can beat the Broncos. And then if they sneak out an extra victory in one of those games, five to six category. So that's, that's my logic there. I think that they'll probably, I think that they will definitely end up with four wins. Um, But that five is certainly not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. It it really just all depends on like, like it's tough to judge though. The teams like this, who we just know can't, win more than like seven games because it's like right. yeah once you once you're kind of in the bottom of the barrel then it's like all right um okay buffalo bills i think the bills and the patriots are going to have identical records i got them in the 11 to 13 win category going 12 and 5 but i think the patriots are going to win the season series against them and take both games from them um but i think the bills are the bills and the bills look really good as serious contenders Stefan Diggs definitely makes a difference on that team. Everybody knows how big I am on Josh Allen. I like Devin Singletary. Uh, I like their defense. Uh, everything about that team is, is positive for me. I don't have any ill will against the Bills, even though we're kind of like division rivals, quote unquote, and we're going to be competing for the division this year. I think they're going 12 and five, but I think we are going to edge them out in the head to head. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that they'll be a game better than the Patriots. Um, cause you know, clearly I picked them to win the division, right? I think that they will, um, they'll end up being a game better. It's just the one thing with them where I, you know, I think that it's not ridiculous to say that the, um, bills or that the Patriots could win the division is how difficult the Bills' schedule is. You start the season off against the Steelers at home. I think they'll win that game. Ben Roethlisberger could have a vintage Ben Roethlisberger game and somehow pull out a victory there. But in all likelihood, they start off 1-0. Then you're at Miami. Miami is notorious for beating good teams at home for no good reason. Then you play Washington, who's nothing to scoff at. They'll beat the Texans. Then you're at the Chiefs. You are at the Titans, home against the Dolphins. At the Jaguars, they'll win that. They'll beat the Jets. They'll beat the Colts. Then you're at the Saints, who, if Jameis Winston plays well this year, could easily beat them. You're home against the Patriots. You know, you're probably going to split that. You're at the Buccaneers. There are a lot of games that are very easy for them to lose this year. So I think that I've got them in the 11 to 13 range. I think that they're sitting at that 11 and that the Patriots easily could tie them or beat them, assuming that, you know, there are a lot of games the Patriots have to win that they, you know, easily could lose. And there are a lot of games that the Bills would have to lose that they easily could win. But I mean, they just, they have such a tough schedule this year. Yeah. Yeah, they really do. Um, and I hope, I mean, speaking as a Patriots fan, obviously I'd like to see them lose some of those games, but then Obviously. again, like 
you know, we were rooting for the Bills last year in the playoffs, and they were the one team of the final four remaining that I well, wanted to win. You were you were rooting for them. Okay, when it got down to it, you you can't tell me you weren't. You didn't want the Bills. When it was Bills, Packers, Chiefs, and Bucks that the Bills were the one team you you wanted to that that you didn't want to win. No, I, I was I remember, okay with Brady. I was okay with Brady winning it. I just I wanted I wanted it to be the Bills at that point. No, well, see, the problem, too, is, like, I've been so entrenched in my Josh Allen's a fraud stance that right. I could not be rooting for them to win. Yeah, but he's just not. He's not a fraud. He's, <laughs> he's not, not as good as people think he is. Yes, he is. He's better than people think he is. <laughs> no. this no. He just is, okay? We'll see this year when they go 12-5. and five. And he throws for a gazillion. Or we'll see this year when they go 5-5. and. 12. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Next team, Jacksonville Jaguars. Interesting team. Historically, teams that have the number one pick don't do all that well in the following season after they, they make their number one selection. They're still pretty bottom of the barrel. Is Trevor Lawrence a generational talent that I think is going to turn the Jacksonville Jaguars around? No. Trevor Lawrence is an extremely good quarterback and will go on to have a very solid NFL career. Yes. Do I think him, is he the answer for the Jacksonville Jaguars solely? No. There needs to be other pieces in that organization that fall into place for them to even be considered a playoff team at this point. But I do think he gets them six wins this year. So I'll go five to six win range. Maybe a little generous. Maybe not. Maybe I'm being a little harsh. I don't know how, how, NFL, the world is evaluating the Jack, excuse me, the Jaguars after um, them taking Trevor Lawrence. They've got some good receivers, and um, you know we'll see how he plays. I'm, I'm sure he'll have no problem adjusting to life in the NFL. I just, they're just they're not that good of a team yet. Um, the fall from grace from 2017 when they were went to the AFC Championship. So six wins, six and eleven. I agree. I have them in the five to six category. Um, I think they are going to win a couple of games. I just, you know, I like their run game, to be honest. Um, and I think that Lawrence makes the pass. Like, I think they'll be a pretty solid offensive team this year, solid enough to win games. Um, I just don't know that they have the wide receiver talent necessary. Yeah, that's the only question mark um but then again they do have the goat tim tebow so who knows who apparently caught a touchdown pass in training camp the other day and everyone was a a singular touchdown pass congratulations espn had a field day with that one (laughs) so who knows but no nothing to write home about okay the washington redskins um the football team the washington redskins uh Seven, seven. I'm not trying to get canceled here. I've already been canceled. Uh, Seven, seven to eight for the Redskins. Um, I think that, you know, when you are the Redskins and you're the Redskins. um, How many times can you say that? You're a seven win team in the 2021 season. They made the playoffs last year. I remember I was at Carp's house watching the Redskins play the Buccaneers. Um, Yeah, I had gone home at that point. I left after the. Whatever the middle game was. (laughs) What was the middle? So it was Bills and Colts in the morning, and then the middle game. Seahawks-Rams. Seahawks-Rams. 
Right. I left after Seahawks Rams or in yeah. between one of the two. Yeah. And then um, Redskins Bucks at night. So uh, people think they're going to win the division. I don't. Um, I don't know. I'm just not big on this team I, for some reason. And it's in it. I have less of a like I can give you a reason right now and more of a gut feeling that I don't think that the Washington Redskins are going to be a competitive football team. That's my rationale behind it. And I can't give you more of a reason than that right now. And I could easily be wrong, too. But when you're the Redskins and you play in Washington and you're in the NFC East and you're the Redskins, you're going to be 7-10. and 10. I mean, I agree. The Redskins are not going to be um, competitive at all. The Redskins will not win a single game. The Washington football team, on the other hand, um, same thing. Uh, I think they get into that nine to 10 category and they're probably closer to nine wins, maybe eight wins. Um, they're certainly the bottom of the barrel of those nine to 10 wins. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Okay. Uh, division opponents in that same division, Dallas Cowboys. I got them nine to 10. Uh, nine and eight for the Cowboys is where I think they're going to end up. I think they're, again, same situation as I'm predicting the, in the AFC East as the NFC East. I think the Eagles and the Cowboys are going to end up tied, but the Eagles are going to win the season series, so they're going to get the edge and win the division. But I think the Cowboys are going to be good. Um, depending on how the NFC shapes up, maybe a wild card team, they'll be in the mix for the division. But, you know, this team should be really good, and we keep saying it, and they just haven't made that leap yet. We don't know what Dak Prescott's going to be like. Um, you got to hope that Ezekiel Elliott returns to Ezekiel Elliott form. You got to hope that CD Lamb makes that jump to like a number one receiver this year. You got to hope Amari Cooper's on his game. A lot of things need to fall into place for this team. And I don't see it happening all the way for them to be like any, for them to win more than nine or 10 games. So nine to 10 win category for me. Um, I mean, I just had a heart attack because my my computer charger is sitting next to me and the part where it plugs in just slowly started falling down. I, so I thought there was like a big ass bug just running around on the couch over here. And I was like, what the fuck was that? Um, but I mean, look, they've got a fairly difficult schedule this year. I think they go four and two in the division and, you know, they're going to lose to the Bucks. They'll probably lose to the Chiefs as well. Who knows with the Raiders? Who knows with the Saints? Um, who knows what the Cardinals, you know, there's a lot that has to fall into place for them. I've got them. I mean, let's think about this. If they go four and two in the division, they'll lose to the Buccaneers. They'll lose to the chiefs and they'll probably lose two more games. Yeah. I'll put them. I'm going to put them in 11 to 13, but they are bottom of 11 to 13 like they are similar to the patriots except i'm more confident because of how bad their division is yeah. where it's like i think the over under is 10 and a half but that i give them the you know benefit of the you know 11 because of how bad their division is yeah it's fair okay denver broncos four or less um Teddy Bridgewater is their quarterback, and I like Teddy Bridgewater, but I don't think he makes a difference. Four and thirteen is my. Oh, opinion. Teddy Bridgewater is their quarterback. That changes everything. It does, 
They're going to get two more wins this year, four or less. <laughs> two more wins than I thought they were going to get. <laughs> yeah, I have the. I I say four and thirteen. That's that's my opinion on them. Yeah, they can okay. they can get five, but I mean, it's probably four. Yeah, probably four, if that. Um, Rams, I think, are going to be the best worst team in a division. So. I don't even know if I said that right. I have them in the seven to eight win category, seven and 10 coming in last in the NFC West. Um, and that's pretty good for a team that's coming in last in a division. I said this on the last episode. I don't think Matthew Stafford is a better quarterback for the Rams than Jared Goff was. I don't see Matthew Stafford doing anything more than Jared Goff did for them. I thought Jared Goff was actually pretty, like he, I thought he fit well with the Rams offensive scheme, not to say that Matthew Stafford won't play well, um, but this team is, is defensive minded and heavily, heavy defensively. Um, they've got the best D tackle in the game on their team. Um, they've got one of the best cornerbacks in the game on their team. So they obviously are stacked on, on the back end, but I just not enough up front for me to be like, yeah, well, they're, they're legit. Uh, they were a playoff team last year, and I and believe it or not, I, I think that's due in large part to Jared Goff. Uh, even though it might not happen on the stats sheet, like you might not be like, oh yeah, he he had some great games and like he he brought them to the playoffs. I just think that he got a really bad rap in LA and like he took them to the Super Bowl as such a young quarterback too, who doesn't necessarily have all parts of his game figured out yet. I thought he got a really bad rap in LA. So I give him more credit than he gets in society. Um, I think because of the defense, they're a nine to 10 women team. Um, I just think that, you know, just being a really good defensive team is not going to get you into that 11 to 13 and, uh, you know, 14 plus win category. But I think that they have a good enough defense that they can at least be above 500 this year. Um, so that's why I've got them in the nine to 10. It'll be a real toss up. I think they're in the same situation as the Vikings and bears where whoever wins that division series is going to end up being the better team in the end. Yeah, I can definitely see that happening. Um, chargers, the Los Angeles chargers are really good at one thing and it's knowing how to lose games that they should win. And, and winning games that they should lose. That they should lose. <laughs> Five to six wins. Um, I love Justin Herbert, but the Chargers are such a poorly coached and poorly run team. Like, remember that one game last year where it was like a two-minute drill that they were running and they should have won the game? And with like 15 seconds left and no timeouts, they ran the ball up the middle and then ran out of time. <laughs> and they, they were like, they needed a field goal to win the game. And they ran the ball up the middle with 15 seconds left and no timeouts. And they literally ran out of time. So they couldn't win the game. That summed up the Chargers season and pretty much legacy in my mind. Uh, the days of Phillip Rivers bringing them to the playoffs are long gone. Uh, this team has cool uniforms. They play in a cool stadium. But uh, five and 12, in my opinion, for this upcoming season. I mean, love Keenan Allen. I think he's a really solid wide receiver. I think Herbert is real deal. Like, I think he's going to be a really solid quarterback in the NFL. Um, but I think not having Hunter Henry is an issue. I think that their running game is an issue. 
They lost pieces defensively. I'm pretty sure Melvin Ingram left, if I remember correctly. Let me double check that. I don't even know. Yep, Melvin Ingram signed with the Steelers. Um, and so it's, you know, I think they've definitely taken a step back just because of losing guys. Um, and so I've got them sitting at... Let's see. Where do I have them sitting? I've got them in that five to six win category. Um, I think they're probably closer to five. Uh, They ended up with seven wins last year. I think they're worse this year. So not going to put them any higher than the five to six category. I agree. New York Jets, four or less wins. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. If there's a two or less wins category, I'd put them there. If there was a zero wins category, I'd put them there. (laughs) okay uh last team raiders potential they have potential the raiders could could be in any of these categories which is scary for scary (laughs) scary good and scary bad (laughs) it's weird you could put them in any of these tiers and people would be like yeah i see it um i'm gonna i'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and them higher than they probably should be and go 11 to 13 wins with a downside towards 11. I think they go 11 and six this year. They, they can be competitive when, when they can be competitive, you know, like they showed up against the chiefs last year in both games. They split, but they showed up against the chiefs in both games. If, if they can give some of those higher tier teams, some competitive games, I wouldn't be surprised to see them win at least 10, if not more. I mean, look, they were a 500 team last year. I think they get more wins this year. I just think that, you know, I don't think that they did anything really in particular to like get better, but I don't think they did anything to get worse either. And I think that having another year as Gruden as the head coach, like, having the same head coach for this long has been very good for this team. Yeah. So I've got them in the nine to 10 category, probably closer to nine. Um, but if they can, you know, like you said, split games against the chiefs, if they can beat some of these other good teams that they're going to end up having to play because they do have a very difficult schedule, they'll end up in, you know, that nine to 10 range and they can easily get, you know, up to the 11 to 13. Like, I don't think that's saying, you know, I agree with the, you know, they could be literally anywhere in the tiers. Yeah. Um, I think that they'll probably end up with nine wins, but you know, it's obviously, you know, any given Sunday, right? Like it, they could win any game that they want to. Yeah, easily. All right. So those are our tier predictions for the 2021 NFL season. We will match them up at the end of the season and see how we did. Um, this is a calm before the storm because I'm going to post these on Instagram and we're going to get torn into again. And I just know that it's going to happen. So We'll just appreciate the silence now before our phones get blown up for the next week straight with people calling us idiots, saying we know nothing about football, saying that we're obviously fans of teams that we aren't fans of at all. So I'm looking at my pick em record from last year, I think uh, um, disagrees with that notion. Or I, I think I think in general, if you just listen to this podcast and you should you should, you know, be aware of the fact that we both know what we're talking about when it comes to football. 
and just sports in general. Um, but yeah, this was a long ass episode. So that's the only thing we'll talk about today, but still, still shorter than uh, last episode. Still shorter than the last episode. Um, but we'll do another one soon. Next couple of days, we'll talk NHL free agency, Bruins, MLB, all that. Um, yeah, NHL is one of those ones where it's like, we don't technically have to say anything about it until before the season starts. Right. Yeah. It's just um, like as, <laughs> as a Boston centric podcast, as Bruins fans, we just should. Makes sense. Yeah. And then uh, we're doing the fantasy football league again this year. Seth, you won the league last year, right? Yep. Sticking with the same strategy, not participating in the draft. Just going to let it auto draft. <laughs> That's fine. Um, we'll see how that. <laughs> I remember we all gave you shit for. Do you know there were zero trades in our fantasy league last year? Zero. I, I remember you saying something about that. So yeah, I mean, I might. This year. <laughs> I might actually attend the draft if I'm available to like actually do it. We could also do like a. You know, I wanted to do like a either like a podcast or an in person kind of yeah. content thing, if if at all possible. But definitely cover it in some you know way, shape, or form. I don't know what that's going to look like yet. But, but I think it would be fun. Uh, get some new people involved, expand the league, maybe play some, for some, you know, cash because we are alleged sports gamblers. I'm not soon, putting soon, it, soon it, we it, don't have to be, we don't have to be alleged soon. Yes. <laughs> soon. Um, so technically for me, it doesn't matter because I'm doing it legally anyway, but well, uh, technically I am too. It's just shady. Yes. Um, but no, like I, f- fantasy football is the one thing I will never put money on. Oh, because I'm just not good enough at fantasy football to like be confident to do that. That's fair. That's fair enough. I- I've I've done that one time in my life, and it was a huge mistake. <laughs> all right, but uh, but yeah, that's all I've got for this one. My food is waiting up Fair enough. So, uh, so yeah, all right, boys. Thank you so much for listening to episode 82. Um, we'll see how, how this goes over the tier rankings. Uh, next episode, we'll update you on how much shit. But yeah, thank you all so much for listening and see you on the flippity flip side. Baby. Yes. It's worse every time. Yeah. All right. Bye.